Progret Racing. It's show us your tips. We're geared up for Group 1 Racing at Caulfield as well as a fantastic card at Rank, which we'll get into. This is our second take of this show, so let's get straight into it. Beaver, just quickly, before we started filming, I was wrapping a couple of winners yesterday. You did all right uh, on an average day all round, really. Yeah, it was a pretty pretty average day of racing, um, which we alluded to at the start of our show um, on Tuesday. But yeah, the uh, King of the North struck again and uh, got a couple of nice winners up there. One paying $10. So um, hopefully the punters are on Bella Royale. I think it was in race five. And uh, yeah, we, we struck a couple around uh, Melbourne and Sydney as well. Ticked over, all right. But uh, it is some cracking racing this Saturday, as we've mentioned, the CFO Stakes is a headline, the Group 1 over the 400 metres at Caulfield, as well as uh, all the way through both cards. Good horses resuming. We're gearing up for what looks like a really good autumn carnival. Uh, let's kick off at Caulfield with the rail in the true. It is a good track. Weather looks good. So typical Caulfield for this day. We kick off with a 400 metre Benchmark 84, one of yours that you jumped on the, uh, well, jumped into the boat early with was in the boat. Are you sticking solid here at the 1400? Yep, I'm definitely sticking solid here. Probably get us off to a pretty good start to the day in the boat. Um, look, it's just the, one of the form horses are, are going around at the moment. Uh, just keeps uh, stepping up every time and progressing and gets a two kilo claim. So we're at 58, I think that's all right. And the way it uh, went away from, from, from him last start, uh, no reason to suggest the 1400 is going to pose too much of a problem in a pretty average field. It is. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Is anything scary here? I think uh, it's going to run forward and it's going to control this race. And I won't spend too much longer talking about it. I think it's going to win. The only thing you're really betting on now is how deep into a prep it wants to go. But uh, Lindsay yep. Smith down the beach there, I think you can keep him ticking over okay. But, you know, 220 looks good to me. Happy to start the day that way on what I hope is the story of a good punting card for the rest of the day. Another 1,400-metre race is race two, the Autumn Stakes for the three-year-olds. A little bit tricky here, group two. Mm. Um, how'd you line these up? Yeah, this was a real tricky race, I thought. Um, yeah, quite quite an open race. Plenty of chances here. I think that any of the top six in the market um, can win this race and you can build a case for all of them. I've gone for one at a little bit of value in Mares. Um, I like the way it resumed uh, first up. Uh, it was it was quite strong um, late in the piece. Uh, hit the line quite hard at Pakenham. I think it'll be all the better for that. Um, and I'm expecting it to run a nice race around the $8 mark. Um, I think it presents pretty good value over the 1,400 metres and drawn gate four, Jamie Carr service the board. But um, there's plenty of other chances. I've got a close watch on uh, Coast Watch uh, resuming. I think it's a, a real big chance. And Spirit of Gaylard, I think it can um, uh, run well this preparation. I'm not so sure first up, but as it gets out probably the mile and longer, um, a really good chance, but could run well fresh. But I've got Maras on top, but certainly, um, yeah, good close watch on Coast Watch and Spirit of Gaylard. Turn myself back on. That's, yeah, uh, fair enough too. I, this is funny because I, when I did the, I did Sydney first and I was all geared up to bag the, bag the crap out of Coast Watch resuming in Sydney, and now it's come to this race, and I think I want to be with it. The uh, The trials haven't set uh, the world on fire, but comes here off the 
You're chasing in the Congo, which I think is decent enough form, and Halal, which I think the jury's a bit out, but uh, essentially group racing there comes down here to what I think is a, a you know a good Saturday race, uh, respecting Spirit of Gaylard, who's going to be better over further. So, and with Coast Watch Craig's Williams on, who are heading into autumn, hopefully can find some form. And uh, I think you'll probably get $5 on a day. So interested to see how it goes. Decent range flying. I think it's a rung below those other horses we already talked about. And I've had a watch on uh, Mara's as well. So uh, have got Coast Watch on top, maybe reluctantly given how far I started against him when I did the rest of the form. Race three and four are the Blue Diamond Preludes for the boys and girls. The boys edition is first, the group three over the 1100. Um, well, all, half these fields coming off wins and some nice wins too. How do you go lining these up? Look, yeah, really tough race here. Um, some some fresh youngsters that have only had a start or two and uh, most of them have won um, at their only start. So really hard to line up the, the different form lines. But I've stuck with the favourite, Jackano. I thought it was outstanding first up, the way it let down and went by him. Um, Look, no hope at one stage there, and um, yeah, uh, it finished off very nicely. It wasn't the the the, the fastest time ever, but uh, that's if they don't run along and still finish like, off like that. I think uh, that shows that it's got a bit of ability. Um, but there's a number of other chances in here. I still think philosopher, um, although. Uh, Dumier went past at last start. I think it can run well again um, if given a, a, a good run in front. Um, so, yeah, but Jack and I on, on top for me. I'm going with Count the Headlights. Uh, I just want to mention as well, firstly, though, obviously he's scared of Jack and I, and the jump out sits, he ran away and brained them uh, in his trial leading up to this. But Count the Headlights ran good time on debut, set outside lead at the Valley. Uh, and and pretty much owned that field, so I was super impressed by that. Uh, but the others, all these horses are obviously in the in the market or in the game here. Uh, but on top for me, and very interestingly, a bit of this form is going to lead into the girls we'll talk about in a sec. Uh, but we will obviously know more after this race and just see how, I guess, the two-year-old form from last week might stack up compared to it. The girls' version is race four, the group two, over 1,100 metres, where I was um, interested to see how the boys' waste was run because a couple of these at price I don't mind. English Riviera was smashed on debut uh, mm. up the straight. It was whatever it was into a very short price and got run down uh, by, um, who was it? Lofty, Lofty strike. strike. That's right. So we're going to get a line on that. We'll also get a line on Sumatra, who chased uh, aforementioned Count the Headlights and is 18 bucks. Uh don't quite know why, to be honest. Twenties oh, here. Uh, I guess the gate might be the concern, but I thought it was pretty impressive in a in a hot pace. We're getting a better line on both of these. I uh, know Diggity's been good chasing, uh, riding the pace in a couple of slow races, but been impressive. But um, just to the twenties, I'm happy to have more spec on Sumatra here. How have you lined up the girls? Funny, you've you've named two of the horses that I kind of narrowed it down to in No Diggity. I thought it's been going well. Um, and I think it'll sit on pace again, but English Riviera um, as well. I'm keen to see how Lofty Strike does perform in the race before, because I do think this is a, a live chance in this. So um, no diggity with a, a watch on English Riviera. Mm. I think he can back both of those. I just remember the, just, just such a spruik about it, which is not 
what I go looking for a lot. But uh, first half of the straight, a few things might have gone wrong and uh, drawn inside, having a rail to follow, I think can potentially improve a bit there for Riviera. Race 5, 1,200 metre Kevin Hayes at stakes for the three-year-old fillies is up next where I... Look, we've been with Scorched Earth since it's resumed. Uh, I'm going to stick again here because uh, I had a knock on the three-year-old form of coming out of last spring. It's now come back and been able to show it stepped away from it a little bit. Uh, Ollie has gone quite well with it both times and uh, up and going third up here. This might even be close to its grand final in a way, so happy to be with Scorched Earth, uh, especially because I have a bit of a question mark over everything else, to be honest, when you get to this sort of level. Uh, what are you thinking? Yeah, no, I'm going for Mallory, um, or Mallory. Um, thought it tried well in Sydney. Um, I thought its form last preparation was pretty good. Uh, runs well fresh. And I think, yeah, I'm just at the price. I'm not so sure about Scorched Earth. I thought there was just a little bit more value um, in this, and therefore I was happy to go for Mallory uh, with a big watch on Argentia. Um its first up win I was on it um, when it's in its first race start mm. uh, was spelled, came back last prep and, you know, it was a bit disappointing, but they put it straight out and bring it back here. So uh, very big watch on that. Yeah. Uh, very good. And good luck to Muzz uh, in Forzanini there, who's uh, been putting a few wins together. Obviously a nice result for him after what he's been through lately, which so good luck to him and, um, the others involved with that. Race six is the Carleen Cup over the mile, group three. What do you do with these? I mean, how do you how do you line all these up, Ben? Yeah, look, uh, it's pretty hard actually because a lot of these uh, got some international form or or roundabout form, um, so really hard to get a line on these. Look, I thought you probably got to stick with the favourite based on that. Um, Open-minded is is going well at the moment. Uh, led them up last start, and I think what it held off Lighthouse, who I think is a really up and coming and, and good horse, um, and it just kept giving. So I'm thinking it'll probably control the race again here, and might be just a bit too nippy over the 1600 for these. I think some of these might be looking for further, and that might prove the the difference in the end. Yeah, let's be realistic. This is a, a fit on pace horse. It's going to make the uh, seven other stayers chase it. So easy to easy to back here. Uh, I thought Normandy's Bridge, Normandy Bridge's trial was quite good. It showed a bit of pace there, so maybe one to watch as the market says. I'm not telling you a lot there, but the more I've thought about this, so I was going to put Normandy Bridge on top, but I have flipped it and I've just gone with uh, the map and the fact Open Minded might have a, a length and a half on a lot of these and... We'll pinch this with the others with bigger goals down the line to come. Hasn't surprised yeah, Baby just uh, fallen off the map there. Don't talk about it? Okay. <laughs> no, what was that? I missed I said, Oh, I said it hasn't surprised Baby fallen off the map. Yes, it has. Um, yeah, $31 here. And, uh, yeah, it's just hard to get an eye, uh, a line on what, uh, what they're doing with this horse. So... And it's changed stables, it's um, obviously now, so it's gone to um, Gavin Bedgood. Um, so, yeah, a bit hard to know here and, uh, yeah, did nothing first up. Uh, so you'd need to see something uh, before you'd want to back surprise baby again. Uh, 
the jumps might be beckoning there. Uh, race yep. seven is the eleven hundred meter Rubert Rubert on stakes. This is a cracker again. Not a great deal of confidence. Look, I Artorius missed the start again in its jump out. So jury's out of him. It's now been obviously flashing home and running great time and everything else. But do you want to keep backing a horse that's given away two lengths every time it runs? Yeah. Not particularly. Uh, Ingratiating's trial didn't leave me wanting to jump out of trees to back it. Oxy Road might need a softish track. So Blackie brought me back to Marine One. Uh, up, fit, firing, probably go forward here. Might sit close to Mr. Mozart or... Uh, have complete control here, and you know what you're going to get. It's going to be on pace. It's going to uh, have the rail, and it's going to have to make one of these horses run past it, and about five bucks, happy to back it each way. Uh, one of these could run past it and beat it by two, but that's the way I'll be looking at the race, and we'll wait and see on the rest. How do you assess it? Mate, you've almost uh, got me word for word there. I'm, I've settled on Marine One as well uh, for very similar reasons as you. Um, Artorius just, look, I think it keeps getting out of its ground and flying home, but uh, hasn't won now in a while. And uh, that, that raises some concerns for me being, you know, the favourite. Uh, so I'm looking to to play away from that. Uh, so Marine One, I think, here is, is the horse on the up. Um, it's going very well at the moment. Um, and I'd probably just look to save on ingratiating just before because it was very good first up last time and I think mm. it probably does its best work fresh um, and it's fresh here. So uh, Marine on one on top for me, but ingratiating as the main danger. Yeah, I feel like, you know, you know ingratiating would have been the one I would have gone looking for. Otherwise, but, um, yeah, just taking that narrative. The Group 1, uh, 1,400 metre, CFO Stakes is the second last on the card. One in a pass by the likes of Hartnell, Blackheart Bart, Moment of Change, Dissident, All Too Hard, and, of course, Black Caviar. What have you done here? This is an interesting little race here, Beaver. Yeah, it's a very interesting race here. There's um, uh, six, six or seven good, really good chances here. I'm slightly surprised that Sinawin his favorite Sinawan is his favorite. Yeah. Um, in front of Behemoth and, and I'm Thunderstruck. Um, look, I'm just uh, I'm a I'm Thunderstruck fan. I think it's a quality horse. Um, now steps up into this level um, at weight for age, but uh, look, I'm willing to stick with I'm Thunderstruck. I think it could be super hard to beat. I think the main danger is Bohemoth um, and Sierra Sue can run really well fresh. Um, they're, they're the three three on top here I've got. Um, yeah, but uh, I'm thunderstruck for me. I just love the way it was going last preparation. And uh, the third, when it finished third, it was it was probably close to a moral beaten. So um, it'll run a good race. Sierra Sue's on top for me. Uh, it's eleven only because it's eleven dollars. I thought the trial was fantastic. It loves this uh, fourteen hundred meters setup here, and it won the what was the one last prep it won super impressively. Uh, couple of Rupert Clark it would have been, uh, and and was super impressive. Uh, happy to at the price put it on top, but obviously everything you said about I'm Thunderstruck is true. It might just be. Well, I think it probably is the best horse in a race. Uh, J.R. McNeil's flying. The trial behind Sarah Sue was fine. 
uh, and I'll be saving. And I thought the other obvious chance was Behemoth, who gets Jamie Carr back on board and is a proper, serious 1,400-metre Group 1 horse. Um, they're the only three I really... I think Tefani's gone. Uh, we got the juice out of that yep. last Queensland Carnival. Lighthouse might be buried away there in these big fields. And so, yeah, yeah I'm not going to go through the rest. Down to three, uh, I will probably at least save on... I'll not lose on a race if any of those three win. I'll be having a good result if I'm Thunderstruck and Sirius who do win. So uh, I like that we've both seen that quite well. And we finish off with a Group 3 1,200-metre probable uh, testimonial race here. Do we have to spend much time on this? No, I don't think we do. And a dollar ninety, um, it's juicy to me. It's pretty good price in this. I, yeah, I just can't work that out. This is a pretty weak field for for a horse like Probabil. You would think. Um, yeah, I just don't. I just don't see the dangers. To be totally honest, um, this is this is probably an awful race, except for Probabil. Um, should be dollar fifty in my mind. Um, so I think dollar ninety is great price here, and. Uh, at dollar, uh, I'd take it as my best bet of the day at, at, at that at that price. Yeah, probably was one of the best horses in Australasia. A serious horse. I think it's a five-time Group 1 winner. It beat Zaki last prep. Uh, fresh last prep. Remember last time it resumed in a similar sort of race in the Cockrum and just chimed in and, in second gear and ran away? Uh, this isn't any trickier. Uh, easy bet to have. I think it'll go around shorter, so maybe worth trying to get that. Yeah, now. I mean it's won four out of five at this track. Yeah, um, four out of seven at this distance. Uh, first up, three out of six and two seconds. Um, track and distance two from two. And um, good tracks. Perfect. Don't matter whether it's good or soft. Um, it's yeah, it's just a class above these. Yep, it's only got sixty kgs. As you as and the minimums and the minimum fifty six. Yeah, please. Ridiculous. Uh, I love it. She's, she's my favourite horse running around at the moment, and I will be backing her heavily. I'm not going to say much more. She's my best of the day there. Uh, we may as well keep going with that. You've mentioned, is she your best as well, I assume? Yeah, best of, best bet of the day for me, 100%. And your value? My value bet of the day comes up in race two, number six, Maris. Beautiful. I'm going to make my value Sumatra in the two-year-old race. I think... Uh, 18 19 bucks is, is good value there for the Phillies. And I will let you finish with your Caulfield Quaddy. Thank you very much, my f- good friend. Um, so, Caulfield Quaddy, first leg, number one, Cal Sign Mav, number six, Open Minded, and number eight, Normandy Bridge. Yep. Cool. In the, ne- in the next leg, I'm going number one, Oxley Road. Number two, Artorias. Number four, Ingratiating. And number eight, Marine One. Mm-hmm. In the next leg, I'm going number one, I'm Thunderstruck. Number three, Bohemoth. Number nine, Sierra Sioux. And number 12, Lightsaber. And I'll finish off the day with number one, probably straight out. Beautiful. I like it. Uh, let's check out, let's give a plug to progroupracing.com.au. Check them out for their free tips 
uh, news and uh, mailing list. So sign up for that and you'll get our show delivered to your inbox every Thursday night. Uh, as well as you can find us on Spotify if you're watching on YouTube and uh, want to listen in the car or elsewhere. You don't have to see our mugs. You can... Cool. We're back anyway. Uh, and we're heading to Randwick to look at uh, a very good day of racing where it is currently rated a soft five. We had a bit of rain around Western Sydney. I don't know how much... I think Randwick's had that much yet. I've treated it as a soft track for the day. I think there's a little bit of more junk around tomorrow. I don't think it's going to be anything too scary, but treated as soft... Uh, and with the rail in the five, maybe up and off might be the way to play the day, but we'll see how it pans out throughout the card. We kick off with the two-year-olds over the 1,100 metres. How are you going to start us off in Sydney, Beaver? Yeah, look, um, Metallicity uh, has trialled well. Um, bit short. It's pretty short in the market, mm-hmm. but there's a bigger up on this horse, and uh, about 15 bucks for the Golden Slipper. And so, if this is a if this is a live slipper chance, it'll need to be winning this. So I'm going to go for Metallicity in the first. Yeah, I started out wanting to get a beat, uh, having watched its trials and it trialed twice away from home, which is always a good thing for the babies. Uh, and I thought it was super impressive. A lot of these are tied to each other, and I did say last week that I feel like the unraced stuff is probably going to be the strongest stuff at least for next week or two. So I am with Metallicity. Do I really want to take a dollar? 90, probably not, but I've got it on top uh, and didn't really want to back too much against it. So we'll move on to race two, uh, which is the highway. Uh, I will watch this. Do you have any here? I'll probably do the same, my friend. Race three is a 2,400 metre benchmark 78 staying race on the card where I thought there was two hopes. Uh, Casino Kid won well a couple of starts back, uh, then tested Crystal Pegasus, who would Probably start fairly short here. Uh, and first time out of 2,400, I thought was the only real question mark, but looks to be going okay. And the main oh, the main danger, as the market probably suggests, is Fortified, who is quickly out to the 24. Ran okay chasing time rate last time, uh, treating both those lead-ups as uh, sort of barrier trials. Get ready for this. Last time it was at 2,400 metres. Uh, started single figures behind Herman Hesse and surpassed. He would both probably start pretty short here. So I thought there were two chances, but I thought Casino Kid hard to beat. What do you make of it? Yeah, no, I went. I found um, Outlanders. Uh, I, I thought uh, it could be hard to beat. I think it now gets uh, its second run um, here over the 2,400. Last start at Gold Coast, I thought it was pretty good. Um, came from back in the field against probably the pattern of the day at Gold Coast that day, and I thought uh, it was a handy run. It finished off and hit the line hard. That was a 600-metre step up from its previous two starts at Ramwick um, behind the same horse in Dakari, and there was a couple of, you know, Niffler ran second in one of those races. So I think it's uh, working um, up to a win, and, yeah, I think it can be hardest to beat here around the $5 mark. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, just wasn't sure to make it, though, that uh, Navy Cross race. Race four is the 1,000-metre benchmark 72, where I've got Delexo on top here. Uh, it's been flying in the midways, 1,000-metre uh, suits. Trial was good. J-Mac on. Last time it met the other chance in the market here, uh, which was Capital Rain. It beat it home. Really, Capital Rain did start shorter. Uh, but I thought it just bounces straight to the 
to the front and uh, well straight on Capital Reigns back I should say and uh, those two run away and Delexo gets last shot uh, that was all I had to say about it really what do you make of these? Yeah, same for me. Um, I've gone for Delexo. I thought that's how the, the race would be run. I think the gate two is perfect with James um, McDonald on board. Uh, look, the run before it went out to spell, it started favoured in a race one by on the lead, which has got a bit of ability. Um, so I think, uh, you know, and prior to that, it, as you said, it had pretty good form in races like this. Um, so I think it, it suited over the 1,000 metres first up. I think Capital Rain will run along and it'll sit on its back and uh, get the better of it in the end. Excellent. In agreement there, race five is the mile benchmark 88. We saw these this field race each other two weeks ago. Uh, are you sticking with Yee? You've been at uh, Flag Bearer for a while. He had enough. Yeah, no, I'm going to stick with Yee. I think uh, gets its chance um, here on Saturday. I know why here falls beat at last start, but again, there's only two chances in this, and I think uh, third up um, will be further improved and and gets its chance here and uh, should be winning. I'm. I feel like it's almost looking for two thousand meters now. Yee. So I was actually just sticking with Wairi just because I thought it chimed in, ran away, and um, pretty much owned it. Had gave it a start and a beating. So I was happy to stick. Uh, I don't really know if 100 metres is going to make much of a difference. So just flipping him, what you said right, there's only two chances. Only two you probably want for an early quaddy, but uh, I'm with Wairi here, at the, especially at the each-way bet there. Race six, a cracker. The rest of this car is very good. The Southern Cross Stakes over the 1,200 metres sees a resumption of a couple of very good horses. Well, more than a couple, but namely uh, Lost and Running and Quantico. How do you split these two? Yeah, it's a cracking race, isn't it? Uh, a couple of good horses here. One's um, the top weight, and one's pretty much down the bottom. And so there's a there's quite a weight weight difference in weight pool here, about mm. seven and a half kilos for Quantico. So, what does that mean? I think that's the that's the hard part to line up here. Um, look, Lost and Running was r- racing against the best uh, sprinters in the land last start, and. Uh, went out before the last preparation with a really strong win. Um, I'm hoping it can uh, run well fresh and bring some of that form up, and I think it might even be further improved with um, a little bit of age there. So uh, on top for me, lost and running, but, yeah, hugely scared of Quantico. Um, it uh, it was in fine form last start and went down and uh, brained him at, at Flemington after some great runs in, in Sydney. So, uh yeah, I've just, just lost him running for me just on pure quality. Yeah, that's that's fair. There's the two chances. I've flipped them. Uh, not a big weights person, but obviously that's a bit of a factor here, and I suggest that's as much a the stable treat as a factor where they'll consider Quantico a better a better chance. But uh, all its last three wins were all sensational, Quantico. They were just great. Uh, the trial was good, resuming, and uh, I'm putting on top from Lost and Runnings for all the reason you've said. And I'm not going to waste too much more time talking about anything else here. Uh, yeah, I just, I just think in the run, Lost and Running is going to probably hit the hit the lead somewhere in the yes. straight, um, and the others got to pick it up and go past it. Uh, and that'll get, depend a little bit on how the track is playing and how how hard they go early. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a quality race, and Absolutely. I think um, you know Lost and Running probably sits right behind Embracer, who's going to track it along and give it that nice run into this into the straight. Yeah, yeah. Now um yeah, overpassing embrace to give it a lovely 
give Lost and Running a great cart there. Uh, and that's what Bowman's great at too, that stalking, stalking and producing him at the right time. Race 7, a 1,200-metre light finger stakes for the Phillies. We see the return of, I guess, the spruik horse of the country at the moment. Espiona, it's $1.50. Uh, I potted a lot of this Sydney uh, Phillies form last prep, so I don't know how much we're going to spend time on this, but um, Espiona was incredible last spring carnival uh, in that second win of hers. The first one was pretty good too. Comes here, draws a gate where it can blend into the race. Um Essentially, do you want to take a dollar fifty? Probably not. Uh, probably just want to watch and see if this is this horse is as special as what it looks like it, it could be. Um, yeah, still got it. So you'll you'll enjoy watching the race if it's as good as what it what it appears to be. Um, but dollar fifty is a bit skinny. Um, you know, there's some some good up and coming horses here that that ran well the last preparation. Well, fan girls, yeah, hundred um, percent. Sorry, keep going. Is a horse that I that I, I do like, and uh, I backed every start last prep. So, um, you know, I think it, it can run well. Um, and you know, there's a couple other horses that aren't too shabby in this as well. Uh, Zuzarella trialed great in Sydney as well, um, and the one at hundreds, which uh, has been completely forgotten that I might have something on a place here at twenties, is T- Tillinam, who. Uh, it was good first prep, put straight out uh, after resuming last prep, and the trial's been okay back here, and it's only it's 100, so, yeah, it's a throwaway one there. But um, very interesting to see what Espiona can produce again, and I think Fangirl might have be the one that can run at least a place behind well, it. Interestingly enough, as you said, Tillina, uh last preparation at Randwick over 1,000 beat Jamia. Yes, who is second favourite in this race mm-hmm. at eight dollars? Um, and one's one hundred and twenty-six, at least what I'm. And one's one hundred and twenty-six. So, yeah, go figure. Yeah, so I would be happy to um, yeah just have something, which I know they've got to find percentages somewhere, but you know for the sake of a dollar each way, why not? Uh, if that's how you're inclined to bet, race eight is the Apollo Stakes, four hundred meter Group Two, and here's another mad price. Can you tell me why Verilegan's five bucks? No, um, when I looked at the form here this afternoon, I, I just was trying to work out why Very Elegant is second favourite and think it over his favourite. Um, yeah, I just couldn't quite work that out. Um, yes, got me beat. Don't know. Well, Matt, I really, really don't know. Um, 1400, um, it's won these, these types of races first up in the past. Probably the soft track, a little bit of sting out of the ground. It will suit. Um, Verilegan's the, the best wet tracker in Australia too. Yeah, exactly. It's drawn gate one, so it is going to get, um, well, it and Colette. So uh, we know it flies in, in, in the soft. Um, yeah, I just can't work out. $5, I think, uh, Melbourne Cup winner. Um in this race is probably the best stayer in the land. Um, Five dollars, I'll take it. I'm taking it too. Uh, I think. And look, I know it was pretty simple for me. So uh, very let's uh, think it over three times. It's beaten it three times in much better stuff. Think it over. Yeah, put three together last time, but it beat Rock Skylab and Shared Ambition. You know, all of those. That's that's average form. At the same time, very elegant. I know. 
looked a bit below its best in a couple of those lead-up races, but had one goal in mind back then. Uh, very simply, $5 is a stupid price. I'm taking it. Uh, it won first up 1400 last time, as it's done many times before. Happy to take it. And well, actually, first up, it has only won once um, in seven tries. Um, one got nabbed. Three seconds. Well, the last time, yeah. it was, um, remember, it was five wide and Moanga beat it. Uh, That's right. the other one was, um, it should have won as well. Three and then another one was yeah, Terry Deeb or someone, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. So, that's what the stats have been done on. Like, I thought if there's one outside the market, special reward is flying and would have a lot of these covered. Because I think, it's like, your Colette's and Hungry Hearts of the World, what are they anymore? She's, you know? Yeah. So, uh, we've spent too much time probably on a race that I'm happy to have one bet in, to be honest. Uh, race 9 is a 1,200-metre Triscay Stakes, where... We saw Snapdowns are very impressive at the Magics. Are you? Is it the way you're looking? Yeah, look, there's, again, a couple of big horses here. Big watch on a horse that, here, too. Um, there's a couple of horses here you've got to have a big watch on. Uh, it's Me um, yeah. is flying, but it's hard to get a line on some of that form, given it was in sort of the highway, midway style races. Um, but it won and won like a good horse. Promise of success, um, similar to that, uh, what, you know, performed well in a couple of midway midweekers and then, um, you know, finished off the prep pretty good. But Snap Dancer was very good last start, uh, has raced in really good company races, uh, was pretty pretty handy first up and then uh, natural improvement last start, sat outside the lead and dashed away and was um, never looked like getting beat at the Gold Coast uh, behind um, uh through the special, and it's got form through special reward, as you said. Yeah, look, I obviously one of the watch horses some days, it's me off a year and a bit off, but the trial looked like it was moving fine, looked pretty impressive, and it was in the bush. Uh, but I, I've put Snap Dancer on top just from the way it owned that race. I get a roll forward here with not a little heap of pressure. J Mac yeah. will put it in the right spot and, and make it very hard to beat. Uh, from It's Me, who I assume probably end up favoured in that new $2 million race that's. Coming on Cup Day, uh, whatever it is, the Country Cup race. But um, the other two I really looked at here, Vangelica run well on the pace, and I thought uh, more profits at 23 bucks was over the odds. Uh, but um, we'll get to my quality later. But, yeah, happy to be with Snap Dancer predominantly. We wrap up the day over the 3,800 metres with a benchmark 88 where Coast Watch has gone south, as we've already talked about. And I was going to finish the day with Bjorn in the last, as we do. Bring the ransom. Great win last time. Uh, and drawn here for a similar charming in run, and it's 10 bucks. Happy to put it on top. Think it'll run well, and I think quite a few of these are making up the numbers. Uh, so bring the ransom with on top for me. How are you finishing off? Yeah, I thought this was a pretty tricky race, um, all in all, and there's plenty of value, as you can see. I found uh, Bound to Win, uh, resuming for the Snowden stable. I uh, thought the two runs good were were pretty good. Um, thought, thought the trials have been pretty handy. Uh, liked the way it finished off uh, its trial again at Ramwick um, after a first up when it was given a pretty easy time of it. Um, last preparation, I thought it was pretty good in similar similar quality and form races to this. Uh, I think if it's uh, 
done enough out of its trials that it can figure in the finish here and in what's a pretty open race, plenty of chances. Yeah, cool. Uh, for progroupracing.com.au, uh, I'll do the Sydney Quaddy first. Let's run through here. I'm going to go five Fangirl and eight Espiona, just to be safe, but if you want to go one out, good luck to you. I'm going to go with one Think It Over, five Special Reward, Eight maximal, nine very elegant. In the third leg, four snap dancer, five mirror vision, seven it's me, ten more profits, fourteen promise of success, and come home with two bring the ransom, ten bound to win, eleven mocha luca. Ugh, I don't want to put true detective in a quaddy. Throw she's all classy in if you really want to, but uh, I think the horse is gone. So we'll leave it as that for my quaddy. Uh, my best, I'm going to make very elegant in the Apollo, and my value in the last, we bring the ransom. Beaver, what have you done here? Yeah, my best comes up in race four, number one, the Lexo. Mm -hmm. And my value bet is race eight, number nine, very elegant. I just think it's value at $5. Absolutely, it's value. Very good. And um, for progetracing.com.au, have you got anything for us in Queensland to keep your streak going up there? I better just I better just flick over so I can give you my numbers up in Queensland because I did uh, find us a couple up there. I think three, I had three tips up there. The first one comes up in race four, number five, Caffrey. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it'll be hard to beat. The next one comes up in race... Seven, number three, Enterprise Pom. And then my last um, one in Brizzy comes up in race nine, number seven, Kingston's here. Very good. Good stuff, Beaver. Good punning on Saturday uh, and good punning, everyone. Enjoy some cracking autumn carnival racing. Uh, looking forward to seeing the good horses back, and we'll be back ourselves on Tuesday night to talk some midweek racing and look back on it all. We'll catch you then. See you guys.